Well, for so long, Melwood has been the, the home for Liverpool Football Club uh, training. We've seen all the pictures throughout the past of, you know, all the managers that have been there and players. And this weekend, it, it came to an end. So um, a sad day, I think, for most Liverpool fans. And we saw the players posting some, uh, some poignant pictures as they, as they move on to the new training ground. Uh, Dave, I'll, I'll start with you. I mean, we all know about Melwood before you actually get there. It's, it's this mystical place when you walk in for the first time. What was it like for you when you, you walked through those doors at Melwood? And, and what are some of your, your fondest memories of being inside there? Yeah, I remember going to Melwood for the first time when I worked, just sort of started at, at Liverpool, at the, working for the club, for the website. And, um, you know, after a couple of weeks of sort of working at Chapel Street, which is a, a little bit more dry and, and away from the football side of things, you know, finally got the chance to, uh, to go to Melwood. And, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy, really. It's such a magical place. I know, you know, watching Liverpool growing up as a kid, you just think, you know, when you get to go to Anfield and you get to see all that side of things, but Melwood seems like the secretive place that you'll, you know, you might not get access to anymore. And, and then to, to walk through the doors and see, you know, straight on reception, the, the European Cups there and, and sort of all the, you know, paraphernalia they have around, sort of marking all the players, the great players that have been there, the great managers, and just knowing that you're in the rooms or, or you're in the sort of same training area that, that Bill Shankly had been in and, and, and Bob Paisley and all those greats. It's just um, just phenomenal. And I, I do, I, yeah, so many great memories from there. Just, you know, so many laughs just with, with my colleagues and stuff and, and moments I remember, um, you know, Jürgen Klopp coming in. That was sort of a big a big moment in my Melwood memories of working there. And I, I remember sort of, you know, one of the things that sticks out to me is, is watching pre-season training up close, literally stood at the side of the pitch watching the start of pre-season training, the sun's beating down, it's just beautiful, and you're thinking, how have I got here? Um, eating lunch, and sat on the balcony watching them train as well, that's just, you know, moments where you sort of pinch yourself, and then, you know, the one thing that sticks out is, it's probably getting clock in, in, in early sort of state, just sort of come in and remember we sat away in, in a room upstairs where we used to work and uh, he comes in, he was coming in at that time to sort of smoke outside because he didn't have a balcony out from the manager's office. So he'd come down the, the hall into the office and he sat there having a cigarette with the door open and sort of turns to us and, and starts asking us about the Merseyside derby and, and what the atmosphere is like, what the game's like, you know, is it, you know, comparing it to sort of Dortmund v Schalke, which was his experience of the dar- of derbies up to that point. Um, and yeah, you just you just sat there chatting with the, the manager of Liverpool Football Club, one of very few men to have ever hold, held that role, and he's just having a cigarette talking to you about football. It's just uh, <laughs> yeah, one 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 of those moments you sort of always remember. It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah, for me, Dave, the way you explain it is is how I feel. It is. It, it almost has a sense of community. Um, it is a little bit smaller than when you go to some of the other clubs. You go to you know Carrington and Manchester United, and it's vast, and it, it just. It feels a little bit disconnected, but Melwood, Matt, for me, it just always felt like so close. Um, you know, everybody kind of knew each other. It, it just had that, you know, neighborhood kind of feel, if that makes sense. What are some of your best memories, Matt? In, well, my first memories was when you could actually go, and this is back in the 90s, and Roy Evans was manager, and you could just turn up. And it was only a certain couple of weeks in pre-season and for a certain time, and you just turned up, and you went in the old entrance, which was before Melwood got redesigned under Gerard Hillier. Um, and you stood, you watched training, you know, and um, David speaks about training, but it was very different then. It was very much just like the cardio work. Um, and then the players would come along, sign everything and anything, and very different to now where some supporters can go, but it's all very um, done through partners and sponsorships and that kind of thing. So, you know, my first memories were Steve McManaman, people like that, um, being in awe of those. 
Um, but then I was fortunate enough to be one of the, the fan media that went when Brendan Rodgers first um, got appointed. So that was like the inner workings of actual Melwood. And Brendan was, you know, kind enough to give us well over an hour of his time and almost got carried away with himself as Brendan <laughs> and ended up bringing out a, a flip chart and literally drawing the tactics for the next game, which was Sunderland away. Uh, I saw that episode of The Office, yeah. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. Um, so, yeah, it was fantastic. And, you know, just a privilege to be, to say that I've been, like David said, you know, about to be at Melwood and to watch training firsthand. And things like, you know, even before he became assistant manager, but Pepin Linders and the role that he had, like, I don't think people quite realised how hands-on and how influential he was. Um, even when he was just sort of the first team development coach or whatever his crazy title was, um, you know, that was always interesting. It's really a shame that leaving Melwood has happened during the middle of a pandemic because I'm sure I speak for anybody that's had the privilege like ourselves to be able to have gone to Melwood a couple more times and to have been there on the final press conference would have been would have been a great um, great memory, a great mem- moment. And I imagine sure. that during normal times, the club would have put on tours for Melwood and maybe that would still be something that they'll look to do. Um, you know, that's just me thinking out loud, but they did do Melwood tours in the summer a couple of years ago. So maybe it's something that they will try and have once it's all fully transitioned over and before Melwood itself um, disappears but that would be great for supporters to have that opportunity and sort of to go through and see what it was like and you know the concern now is obviously you touched on it Keith about it feels different to other yeah. training grounds you know do you feel like that will be an issue now to go into a new super massive complex do you feel like that might be something that we need to ensure we re, you know retain somehow but I think, Dave, you can touch upon this given your close-up relationship and working with the club. For me, it's, you know, you can get wrapped up in the surroundings and the buildings, but it's definitely the people that make, uh, you know, these places special. And I think when you have someone like Jürgen who understands people, who communicates with people so well, for me, Liverpool will move on. And, and, and you, you look at Jürgen, he's not the, the type of guy that looks back and that was great. It's wow, this is exciting. This is going to be the future. So yeah, I think for a moment you look back, but it is an exciting new time. Liverpool have a new setup where everything's, you know, centralized. And and Dave, I think you're going, yeah, he'll miss it. But I think again, it's the people that make, you know, Liverpool special and it'll make the new training ground special as well. Yeah, absolutely. And he said to himself, hasn't he, that all those people are coming along for the ride and, and they'll all be at the new place in Kirby. I think, you know, it's something Liverpool had to do as well, isn't it? It's, it is sad to sort of leave Melbourne behind and all that history. But the fact is that, you know, they could get by with it for now. But it's it's obviously looking towards the future. They, they needed a, a better and a bigger facility with, with, you know, more sort of equipment and more, you know, they've changed the way the, the old training ground's laid out. And that closer relationship with the academy as well is, I think, an important factor here. So, yeah, it is a shame, but it, I think it'll be, you know, I think we're all looking forward to the idea of going to see in the new place when obviously hopefully this whole pandemic calms down and, and see what it's like at Kirby. And, you know, I'm in that same light, really, I think sort of, you know, sad to be leaving Melbourne, but also excited for what the future holds. And I'm, I'm also hoping that the, the Wi-Fi is slightly more reliable in, in Kirby as well. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll be the best team if it's ever windy because Kirby is the windiest place I've ever been in my life. You can be in Liverpool there's absolutely no wind. You go out to Kirby for an academy game and it's like, 
unbelievable. So we'll, we'll definitely be set up for that. That will never be an excuse again. But, but Matt, you had asked me before about, you know, my memories. And I, and I completely forgot. My, my first time I went to Melwood was before the Carlin Cup final in 2012. Uh, John Henry had, had set up, you know, um, to go over and, and do some interviews. So I got to interview Pepe Reina, Glenn Johnson. But Kenny was, Kenny was there. And I know Paul quite well. And I said, you know, Kenny will do a sit-down interview. And John said, not a problem. You know, the manager will do a sit-down. Not knowing that Kenny doing a sit-down interview, no chance. Not at that time. So um, I, I get to Melwood. Before I even get there, I go into, you know, the press room. You know, the little bathroom by the kitchen? So I went in there and I... I thought I was flushing the chain and I set off the fire alarm. Oh. I, I, so I put, it was like the red and I set it off and I walk out and literally the first person there is Kara. And I went, sorry, Dino. And he went, don't look at me. I didn't do it. And kind of like, and I was going, are you kidding me? My first time in <laughs> Melwood, I'm in 10 minutes. And the alarm was loud. I mean, really loud. I remember, I remember Damien Camoli, I believe was there kind of looking around to see what was going on. And I'm going, please get me through this because Matt McCann had just come in before and left. I'm going, just get me through this, get this alarm. And finally, <laughs> the alarm, finally the alarm is, uh, is taken off. But I remember I'm, I'm there with my cameraman and Kenny comes in and he goes, uh, look, I'm not going to do a, a, a one-on-one. My daughter works in the industry. I don't even do it. I'm not going to do it for you, but I'll, I'll bring you on a tour if you want. And I said, yeah, great. So we walk around. He brings me, I mean, it was unbelievable. You, you're like, as I'm walking around, he's talking, but in my head, all I can think is like, King Kenny, show me around. Like, I'm, I'm almost missing what he's saying, you know? But I always remember right at the end, he goes, come out, we'll watch it first couple of minutes of practice. And everything. I says, oh, my, thank you so much, Kenny. But my cameraman was with him, big Geordie guy. And he happened to lift the camera up, but he, was, he, was, he wasn't on or anything. And Kenny was like, and da, da, da. have you got that camera on? And my <laughs> cameraman was like, no, no, no. It was just Kenny went from like the nicest guy to tell him to turn that off. It was, uh, <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, I, I have so many good memories. I mean, filming out in the, you know, the indoor field, which is the most Baltic place on earth as well. Yeah. There's, there's nothing indoor about it cause it's freezing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great place, special people. Um, and, and we're going to miss it. But having said that, I'm excited to see the new, the new setup as well, man question I wanted to ask you David was we've heard about this meeting that Cop had with like all the staff when he first joined the club and you know it was apparently Carol and Caroline from the canteen and literally every person from the first team kit manager to the gate man was you in attendance at that meeting and what was the atmosphere like? Unfortunately not because because we were mostly based in Chapel Street we always split our time anyway um, I didn't quite make the cut for, for that introduction unfortunately uh, but yeah, yeah, which is a shame because I would have loved to sort of been part of that. But we did, you know, we were there sort of semi-regularly. So we used to, you know, have our, our lunch there quite a lot. And sort of, you know, th- those are some of the best memories as well is just sitting around sort of, you know, you sat at the table with the players or, or some of the coaching staff and just listening to them, giving each other stick. And, you know, everyone, you know, you talk about that sort of homely atmosphere is that, you know, we, there was never a case of, you'd go and sit down for your lunch and everyone would be like, you know, who are, who are these guys? Or, you know, everyone's so welcome in. Um, it is a small staff there. So, you you know, everybody knew everyone, including us, even though we weren't there every single day. You know, we were well known around the place. And it just, yeah, just a, a fantastic atmosphere. And I think that is the, the one thing that they'll try and emulate in Kirby, even though it's a, a different facility, is to, to sort of keep that atmosphere going and keep it so, such a nice place to work. Because I'm sure 
you know, everyone from the players through to the chefs and the, you know, the, the, the coaching staff thinks the exact same thing about it. It's just a great place to be. I'll ask both of you this one. Who is the one player likeliest to, after the international break, drive to Melwood, completely forgetting that we're in a new training ground? Well, Alberto Moreno doesn't play for Liverpool anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been the easy option, I think. Um, they're all pretty switched on these days. I think maybe one of the younger kids might, you know, Curtis Jones or someone might just have <laughs> made their way to Melwood. But yeah, it's, uh, now Alberto's gone. I, I can give him a kick in. So yeah, maybe he would have been the one who's still there. Yeah, I was actually going to say Curtis as well, and especially because it's probably closer for him to get to. But for a lot of the other players, I think that Kirby will actually be easier to get to. It's more accessible off the motorway there rather than sort of driving into the city more. So I've heard the, like, the likes of um, you know, most of the players that live up in uh, up in Formby area will be very happy with the move and um, probably cuts down their travel time by, by half, I would imagine. So... Yeah, um, they might go past the turn-off. That might be quite a common theme of just going past it on the <laughs> and then coming back up and having to go through the industrial park. Um, I'm sure some of them might be a little bit like, where on earth am I going the first time they head to to the uh, to the academy area or the AXA training centre? But yeah, um, Keith, on the on the on the wind factor, I do believe that they had special like huge. Um, wind-breaking style barriers imported from China and I think that was one of the final things to happen in the last few weeks and so I think that's on some of the first team pictures. The Kirby wind may be able to even get beyond that that's how that's how incredible it is. (laughs) 